Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. You know, there's a lot to talk about this week. I mean, we're still in 2020, so there's always something to talk about. So let's hop right on in to your favorite segment, America's Not a Real Place. And here we go. So this week on America's Not a Real Place, there's quite a bit to talk about because still 2020, right? Um, so we're going to start off with y'all president and all his shenanigans because here we are. Um, so on Thursday, 45 filed a brief or had his people file a brief to the Supreme Court, opening brief to the Supreme Court to invalidate the Affordable Care Act, which is known as Obamacare. Clearly anything that Obama did or has done or does um, or will do, he will feel threatened by it. So he feels the need to dismantle his entire presidency um, one thing at a time. So he's willing to bring down the entire law that is the Affordable Health Care Act um, in the middle of a pandemic. Me personally, I just don't understand it. I was on Twitter um, and at the SCOTUS blog has a really good background about what's going on there. So I was reading a little bit about that. But I just want to bring point to we in the middle of a pandemic still, regardless of states opening, phased or unfazed, you know, people going to the beach and people, whatever. We are still in the middle of a pandemic. And the response has been fumbled 1000% by 45 and everybody that's in his administration. I don't care. And now he wants to completely disintegrate Obamacare, leaving millions of people with no insurance. He is literally a detriment to the society. And I have a lot of things he could have been, but I will not say them. He needs to get psychological help because he should not be obsessed with one person like he is with Obama. I know his racist heart can't help the fact. Matter of fact, yes, he can. I know his racist heart, he hates Obama and he hates him so much that his ego can't help but to show itself whenever you mention the 44th president of the United States, Obama, right? He hates everything and he can't, if he can't boast about it, if it didn't come out of his mouth and sometimes the things that came out of his mouth, he says that wasn't true. So I don't really know what the disconnect there is, but anything that has to do with president Obama that he cannot take credit for, he's willing to completely throw it by the wayside. And I just don't understand. I don't understand how he's still running unopposed in the Republican Party and the people who are never Trumpers and the people who are saying he's such a bad, you know, thing for our country. The same people who cry out and say that they're patriots. I don't understand how they are not willing to step up talking about they're going to divide the party. Listen, honestly, step up because what you ain't got shit to lose, to be quite frank. I don't, his ego is real big and I don't know that he understands that he has to, um, be very, very humble in this job. Um, because it can be taken away from him at any point. Like quite literally, he can be impeached, you know, a crazy person could try to kill him. Um, he could not be voted back. Like, he thinks the power is like eternal and I just 
what he definitely needs a psychological check. He's not fit to be president. I will stand on that 100% of the time. Um, but to me, the fact that he is continuing to fumble the response that is the coronavirus response of 2020, um, shows me that he was never fit to be president. I knew that I didn't vote for his ass. So, Hey, my conscience is clear, but all the people that did vote for him and are now feeling the effects and will certainly feel the effects of this. I won't say you deserve it, but I mean, you kind of deserve it. Because I don't understand what about his policies really speak to you, especially people who are poor. Because nothing he does is really for the poor. And it really is just the fact that they hate just like he hates. So they are willing to stand within their race rather than anything else. Their socioeconomic status, um, the lack of job. Like, it doesn't matter they're willing to stand with that over anything else. It, they will die about that. And hey, you you finna you finna too because y'all ain't finna have no health care. I just it's beyond me. Um, the same man who can't hold a bottle of water, a glass of water, without two hands, as if he's drinking from a sippy cup for the first time. I you know what? I just I am over him and we are damn near seven months into 2020 and we got at least another four whatever that time is yeah four until november and then in the vote and i promise you you need to vote if you haven't vote if you have not voted number one if your primary has passed and you didn't vote in that i want you to get in the habit and like if you got to practice walking to your polling place, drive by that bitch. I don't care. Figure out where you're supposed to be. Make sure all your voter registration shit is up to date. Because we need this man out of office. Because I don't know that me personally, I don't know if I'm going to survive another four years of him. I just, I don't know that I could do it mentally, emotionally. I just don't know that I have it. <laughs> to be quite honest. I didn't think I was going to survive these four years. And it has gotten worse Every year it has gotten worse. Um, but a, an additional four, I'll be 34 by the time he's out of office. I'll be halfway through my third. No, sir. I can't live with that kind of stress every single day. I don't have time. Um, but as we continue to kind of push through 2020, right, the United States is opening up states as if Rona packed up and was like, all right, well, I'm heading out, I'm going on vacation. And yet, and still, this bitch is still swinging back and forth on her wrecking ball and racism is just riding that bitch like Miley did. Like, I don't understand where people's heads are at. Okay, the states are opening. And like I said, many, many weeks ago, I get it. We have to start moving at some point however comma we are moving as if it ain't shit out here i see people on social media there is parties still happen i mean parties starting to happen ain't man mask in sight okay right and you know we at the beach we at the pool like NBA is about to start opening back up. Disney said they was opening back up soon. You know, the bars is up and at them. And y'all can have it. <laughs> y'all can have it. Me personally, I'm still in quarantine. I'm good. Right? But the states that have opened, especially the states that prematurely opened, Texas, Florida, Arizona, they are all seeing spikes now, right? So now more people are going to die. Mind me, we are already at over, not at, we're over 100,000 people who have literally died, lost their lives, right? Can't come back. And more people are going to die because people don't want to wear a mask. 
we are still having to fight and argue with people to wear a fucking mask. And I know, I know when you get sick, the first thing you're going to do is run to the hospital. This is why I couldn't be no healthcare professional, because if I knew that you chose not to wear a mask and you are now coming to my place of work to get assistance for something that you could have prevented, you're going back home untreated. That's, that's just me. I know I couldn't be a healthcare professional though. So, I mean, I definitely commend those people who took that oath to help people no matter what. I'm too petty for it. So, y'all need to wear a mask. I don't know why this is up for debate. Because people are really out here big mad. So I was watching something on Instagram the other day. And I think it's West, West Palm Beach um, in Florida. You know, Florida is a different state. Like they just, they just different all together down there. I just don't quite get it. But their city council had, you know, made it a a requirement or whatever the political term is whatever requiring that people wear masks um in public and the citizens completely lost it you hear me they were at that meeting talking about like it's a crime against humanity and they were telling the doctors and the scientists that you know had came and spoke up on behalf of the city council and why they are making this mandate and blah, 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 blah. Talking about some, the doctors and the scientists need to go back to school and that they need to get their credentials snatched away from them because they don't know what they're talking about and they didn't learn nothing in school and blah, 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 blah. I would have been like, ma'am, sir, can I see your credentials? What letters do you have behind your name? To tell me that I'm doing my job incorrectly. Hmm. I'll wait. Go ahead. Oh, you have a high school diploma? Oh, uh, okay. You got... That's it? Oh, you have your own business. That's that's great. Are you a scientist? You know chemistry? You know biology? You know anything? No? So shut the fuck up. Because... You're upset you have to wear a mask. Talking about some of the oxygen levels drop and, you know, the one lady had even said, she compared it to, she said, my parents or her grandparents lived in Germany and wearing a mask in public in the United States of America right now is the same as wearing the star. I said, are we serious? You were comparing wearing a mask to the Holocaust? What? And on that note, I must exit said video. I had to exit the video because the marbles are certainly not there. And I know they're not there because hashtag Florida. So they really never had it to begin with. But this proved to me they certainly don't got it. All because they have to wear a mask, which is for their protection and others, right? I think people think that you are invincible, that it won't happen to you, that it won't happen to um, anybody in your family. And then when it does, then it's like, I should have listened or they should have told us earlier or blah, 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 blah. I, I don't know how long you want people to tell you to protect yourself. In terms of healthcare and in terms of doing the right thing, doing the logical thing, common sense is it's not common at all. Um, especially when people think they're smarter than the experts because they read something on Facebook. What you read on Facebook is probably an opinion that people have spread around as if it's fact and you have been brainwashed. To believe that it is fact, ma'am, have all of the seats in the stadium. Please and thank you. People kill me. Like, 
Are we serious? The entitlement is just wild. And that's what's ultimately going to get us in trouble here, right? So I, mm, I don't, I don't really understand it. Um, but the entitlement is ridiculous. And the fact that people are blaming the spikes in, you know, the new COVID spikes to the protests, the Black Lives Matter protests, and there, I just don't see it, right? Because there have been protests, some of the biggest protests have happened in New York, right? Um, in major cities where they're not seeing spikes. New York is actually seeing a decline. Um, the tri-state area as a whole is seeing a decline because... One, we we already had our fair share and we listened, right? For the most part, many people in New York have listened and taken precautions. So we had our spike and we're all set. But all the politicians, the governors who choose not to govern appropriately or um, or listen to the facts versus what their their leader 45 is telling them to do um they're seeing a spike and ultimately they're going to have more people die so to blame it on black lives matter protests is foolish and i hope those families sue the government um for wrongful death but it's not the it's not black lives matter um it's not the march that's not their fault they actually, the Black Lives Matter protests have been, um, from what I have, what I've seen and what I have witnessed with my own two eyes, um, in terms of being at the protests, um, people are distancing, people have masks on, they have their hand sanitizer available, or they have gloves on, right? Like it's, people are aware that we're still in a pandemic, that we're in the middle of two pandemics, Right. But they know both are equally as important, right? They know that their health is important because if they don't have their health, they can't now fight on the front lines of the other pandemic, which is racism, right? So we're going hard and we're going to continue to go hard for Breonna Taylor and every single person that has lost their life. And now we've learned about a new story um, in Colorado, which happened a whole year ago now almost a year ago um Elijah and that story just broke my whole heart um it made me really sad when I read some of what um Elijah was saying as the cops were um doing what they were doing to him brutally um it really broke my heart so we got to go harder um, as a people for Breonna Taylor and really all black women and all black men and black lives, right? That's including our trans, um, family too, right? They deserve justice. There have been many, many black trans women and trans people really, um, who have been killed either by the police or at the hands of people who, are transphobic, right? Like we can walk and chew gum at the same time. We can, we can figure out how we, how we deal with our own shit in our own community and figure out how we deal with shit on the outside too. Like we have to include all the lives in the black lives, right? Like everybody, all of the black lives matter. Um, and those who are arguing still, still, that it's all lives matter versus black lives matter. I really want you to go fuck yourself. And that's what I have to say about that. Because you have put and uh, you, y'all have put an invisible only black lives, right? Nowhere in that statement does it say only black lives matter. It just says black lives matter. You and your insecurities have put the only there to now try to justify your hate towards this movement. But people are still going to do what they got to do. We're still going to protest, right? 
since the murder of George Floyd in May, there have been protests every single day for 30 days. 30 days there have been protests every single day. The civil unrest for a complete month. Okay? Breonna Taylor died in March. As a matter of fact, she died when my state went on quarantine, March 13th. Right? And yet, and so her killers are still employed. At least two of them are still employed. One has been fired, but that's not enough. And we know this. They know this too. And I am, I am sickened by the fact that they can still just be officers, detectives, or whatever the hell they are, still get paid with this investigation taking as long as it has. March is the third month of the year. We are hitting July, which is the seventh month of the year, in like three days, three or four days. What? How, how is it taking you four months to figure out that there was foul play here, right? Clearly, because the cop that you all fired, the Louisville PD fired, right, has been fired. So they've, he was fired for a number of reasons, right? So he was fired for... um like not following the rules and blah, 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 blah. But to me, if someone dies as a result of a cop not following the policies and procedures that are set in place as standard behavior, you deserve to be arrested. Why is this a hard concept? I don't, I don't know why it's a hard concept, right? Policies and procedures are in place for a reason. Some of those policies and procedures are trash and they're bullshit and they need to be overturned and there definitely needs to be police reform and we need to defund the police and um, up the funding for a lot of other community um, entities. But, so so they're telling us that, yes, he did something that was, he had a, a fireable offense and yet it's not enough to arrest him because as a result of his fireable offense, someone died. What? And then the other two also still have a job. And I would hope that if one got fired and the other two is coming down pretty soon, but why is it taking so long? Right? Black lives matter. Period. And we we actually, our lives are, they do more than matter. Right? Like, like many of the signs, people have seen the signs saying matter is like the bare minimum of what our lives are. Right? Our lives have pushed this, this country forward. Literally. Many of the many of the black lives put their lives on the line to build the country that we have now. I don't have to go into how, you know, this country was literally built on the backs of black people and we built this shit for free. And yet and still we have to go through this shit over and over and over again. So let's arrest her murderers. And I'm going to keep saying it until we get some justice for her because her family doesn't deserve this shit at all. She didn't deserve what happened to her. And here we are. So let's get some justice. And that's that on that. So as we talk about the cops and them not being held accountable, you know, this past week we have police officers in North Carolina who were caught spewing the most racist, violent, and hateful shit 
right? So I was on Twitter and I was reading an article on the Charlotte Observer um, and they were saying how the officers were from Wilmington, North Carolina, and they were fired for comments. Um, and one of them even said he couldn't wait for the next civil war to start, um, so he could wipe out black people. So he wanted to wipe them off the map. Number one. So a couple things here. What? Like, why do y'all feel so comfortable in just saying that? Okay. Number one. Why y'all mad like this? Like, we did something to y'all. Like, we did something to you. We ain't did nothing to y'all. And I say y'all, the, the police. Like, we ain't did nothing to y'all. Two. All those who say, back the blue, I, I really want you to understand Blue is a choice and I think you need to reevaluate and then I want you to then look at this situation and tell me what you think because if you think this is acceptable, it's something wrong with you too. Three, these fools who were fired, these cops need to be monitored by Homeland Security and the FBI, just like the black people have been, been monitored for decades for no reason, right? But we know that won't happen, especially not in this administration's FBI and not this administration's, administration's Homeland Security because they're only concerned about immigration and nothing else that's going on here because otherwise then the KKK would certainly be registered as a terrorist group but I digress and then my my final point is if cops are not liking what is happening in the world and particularly how people are very upset with the cops and wanting things to change significantly like a complete overhaul a breakdown of the system um, and they don't like them being the topic of conversation, you have some options, right? You either change your fucking behavior, hold each other accountable, hold yourselves accountable and do what you're supposed to do. And you probably need to get some counseling too. Just going to throw that little tidbit out there. Or here's the idea that I have. You can fucking quit because your job is just that, a job. Black lives are, are things that people have to, like, it is our entity. Like, we cannot quit this. This is how we were born. Right. This is how we show up every day. This is how we wake up. This is how we go to sleep. This is how we are born. This is how we're going to die. This is our life. Our life. You chose to be a cop. You chose to put on a blue shirt or a blue uniform. You chose that career path. You can also unchoose it. And find another job. If you don't like what's going on. You couldn't pay me to be a cop. No how. But you certainly could not pay me to be a cop. In these times. Absolutely never. It is not enough. There's not enough overtime in the world. You hear me? Not enough in the world to do it. And don't get me wrong. I don't think all cops are bad. I do think a lot of them are problematic i think a lot of them let the power go to their head and corrupt them i think there's sprinkles of good people i don't think there's one amazing police force anywhere in our country i don't think there's one like department that is like oh my god this is the epitome of i don't think there's one group of cops 
that any community could say that about themselves. I don't think it exists. Um, but yeah, I say go ahead and quit because in this place called America, (laughs) it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. Especially with it being an election year and 45, I already know if, if and when I'm going to put that in the atmosphere, if and when he loses in November, he's not going to go silently. Certainly not. Um, and it's going to be a quite a ride. <laughs> it's going to be quite the ride. Um, into 2021 so and more time the cops are gonna have to be out there trying to protect him along with the secret service and trying to you know because people are gonna go the fuck up like the protests are gonna go through the roof if he wins even if he doesn't win people are gonna be upset so his side of the people are gonna be out here protesting and blah 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 blah, which I, I couldn't care less but it's going to be quite the ride as we continue to look at America and and all that's going on. Every week is something new. As a matter of fact, today is Saturday. I bet at the, as I'm recording the podcast right now, I'm sure something is going on that will probably blow our minds being like, what the fuck? I don't know how many times I have to say what is happening I probably said that phrase a hundred times over. Like, what is happening? I've never in my life experienced something this crazy consistently. Like, yes, I experienced 9-11. Yes, that was one day. And there were after effects, ripple effects. I Yes, I get that. This is every day. Damn near the whole year. Actually, it has been the whole year. Because January was Kobe Bryant. And then February was sprinkles of coronavirus, you know, and then March, it hit us like a ton of bricks and we've been getting smacked in the face ever since. Wild. We are watching and living literally history. And I would be so intrigued to see how the America, like America, the United States of America or divided States of America, however you want to put it will be how this will be written in the the history books 20 years from now. I'd be so intrigued to hear that when I'm 50. Wow. Oh boy, I tell you, this has been a ride and we are still on the ride. Call America. Boy, it's something. Well, that wraps up that segment. We're going to move on to hot topics in just a little bit. So this week on Hot Topics, we have quite a bit, honestly. Um, There's a new Versus as we go into a new week. The NBA is set to open and start playing again. We talk about all that. Um, So let's start with the rapper Huey. Um, Huey was known for his hit pop life and drop it that came out in 2006 um he was shot and killed uh this week um which is really sad he was 32 years old and um as i sat here and as i read that story i was like wow that's really young he's only two years older than i am and his life was cut short um so Rest in peace to him. It's really unfortunate that that's how he came back to the spotlight. Um, But may he rest in peace and prayers and thoughts goes out to his family and those who loved him. Um, His Pop Lock and Drop It song certainly was a time. That song is probably one of the reasons why my knees don't do what they used to do, you know, um, I don't have Meg the Stallion knees because of that song. Cause we spent all our time pop locking and dropping it. Um, so he definitely was, um, 
important in terms of his song. He really important. His life was important for sure, but his song was important to my sixteen year old um self back in the day. So really unfortunate to hear that. Um Hamilton is set to premiere this week on Disney Plus. It's coming out on July third. Um, Hamilton, if you all don't know, is a play that's on, I think it's on Broadway. Um, I'm going to watch it because I have to see what the hype is about. I haven't seen a play in many, many years. I haven't been to a Broadway show in probably the better half of like 15 years. Um, so I'm actually excited to see what it's all about but I do need to like read up on it and read a little bit about the background of the show um because I don't really understand the concept and I'm not really sure if I got I think I I would like to think that I could get it but I don't I'm pretty sure I don't get it so I'm gonna read a little bit about it before I watch it but I do think it's dope that it is coming to Disney plus um I personally don't have Disney Plus, but shout out to my cousin for her hookup. Um, So I'll be watching it for sure. But Hamilton had a lot of buzz and it was definitely the show to see for a long time and probably still is. Well, you can't see anything right now on Broadway because hashtag coronavirus. Um, So, yeah, it's not like a movie. They didn't make the play into a movie. But it's an actual, like, live filming of the play. So, those who haven't been able to see it or get tickets to it um, can now watch it from the comfort of your home or wherever you choose to watch it. On your phone, your iPad, your TV, whatever. Um, so, I think that's cool. So, I, I'll definitely be tuning in. I don't know, I don't know that I'll be tuning in on July 3rd because I have a, a good um, inkling that... Disney Plus is probably going to crash because so many people are probably going to try to watch it. Um, Even if if they have seen it live, they're probably going to try to go see it again. Um, So I I can imagine it's going to take a minute. So I'll give like a week before I hop on there and try to watch it. But I'm certainly going to watch it. And when I watch it, I will talk about it on the podcast and give my review because... Again, I think I have a concept of what it's about, but I also don't know if that's 100% accurate and I don't want to sound like a fool. So, unlike some people, I read and then talk about it. I will not just talk without being knowledgeable. So, yes. So, if you're interested, I say go to Disney Plus and um, watch it if you have... Disney Plus, and if not, well, then try to, you know, get a hookup or have someone give you their login. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, we've been talking, I mean, we've been in quarantine since, well, I've been in quarantine since March 13th. So, this is, I don't even know what week this is anymore. I don't, I've lost count. Last time I counted, we were on week 15. Um, but we all know. Timbaland and Swiss Beats have got this versus going on on Instagram. Last week, we talked about John Legend and Alicia Keys, um, which was cool. And next up on the the versus lineup is Jadakiss versus Fabulous. This was an interesting pairing to me. Um, I personally said, I think... Um, Fabulous could go hit for hit against Ja Rule. I think that would have been a, a good match. But this is not a bad match, in my opinion. Jadakiss is from Yonkers, which is right next door to my hometown, Mount Vernon, New York. So I've met him a couple times. Cool people. Um, I have a lot of fave Jadakiss songs. Too many to name. Fabulous. He's been around since the early 2000s, maybe the late 1990s. 
I'm, but I'm going to guess the 2000s for sure. Um, he has hits. He has some, some good verses um, on a couple of major hits, as does Jadakiss. So I'm intrigued to hear what they choose to go head-to-head in this battle. Um, yeah, it should be, it should be interesting. I think I'm, I'm interested to see how they interact with each other. Um, I think Jadakiss probably could have went up against somebody else, but that's just my opinion. Um, I don't know who he could have gone up against. I haven't thought about Jadakiss in a versus battle. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how they will interact. So I might pop my head in for, for that versus. I don't know that I'm going to stay a whole bunch because I cannot imagine. I think the, the, the comment section will be mm, interesting. Um, but I'm always down for the playlist. I listen, whoever's on playlist did duty. I'm around Spotify also has done a great job at um making these playlists available like so I don't have to do the work and making my own playlist so even if I miss the battle one I can go back and watch it on IGTV the other part is that I can just listen to the music which I'm always down for I love music I don't necessarily need to see the interaction I am intrigued by the interaction that will happen between the two of them but I don't necessarily need to see the interaction so that's coming up maybe Saturday maybe tomorrow Sunday I I don't actually know when it is um yeah okay another versus another week another versus battle so last week sometime you know so there's a, okay, last week we talked about NASCAR, right? And how they had Races Zarelli, who said he was no longer going to drive because they took down the Confederate flag, the flag of losers. So Bubba Wallace is the only black driver um, in NASCAR, right? And he's been pretty vocal about his stance on Black Lives Matter um, and has shown up to the races with, you know, I Can't Breathe shirts and Black Lives Matter and all all the things, right? <sighs> Again, the only black driver. The only one that identifies as black, at least. Um, so this past week, he found a noose hanging in his garage. And we all know what a noose represents. And if you don't, Google it. Because you're probably way too old not to know what it is. Um, so the FBI investigated and found that he was not a victim of a hate crime. Um, go figure. Um And that the news had been hanging there as early as sometime last year. In his garage, the garage that, so the garage in NASCAR is the place, it's ultimately like their locker room, right? So, I personally want to know (laughs) what is wrong with people because I'm sure there's cameras everywhere there has to be like that just makes logical sense to me for a essentially a sporting arena right it's a track but it's still a sporting arena um to have cameras but why are people so hate-filled to then go as far as to do something like that right and I don't know why they continue to be this hate-filled because Black people literally, quite like literally every single time we have shown you that we are resilient. Right? Like we ain't going nowhere. We're not. So what 
Why? You put so much energy into hating us when we still going to be here. We still going to keep pushing. We still going to keep showing up. We still going to keep getting in your face about the bullshit that you, however you treat us. Like, we're not going nowhere. So, I don't know why people think, and a noose? Like, really? And, and for the FBI to then say they had investigated and found that it was hanging there, I think they were saying how the rope was just, I don't know what they were, whoever was using a rope, but they just so happened, so happened to tie it like that. That is deliberate. Like, do we, do we not understand that? Does the FBI not get it? Which is why I said, um, a couple weeks ago, or a couple weeks ago, a couple minutes ago, that those police officers, they need to be monitored by the FBI and Homeland Security, but they won't be because of shit like this, right? They're, they won't find anything but, you know, he, Bubba Wallace did receive um, a lot of support from other pit crews, his pit crew, other drivers. Um, and they showed that. And it was, it was really, it was powerful to see, um, to see. I wonder if those people feel that way 100% of the time or feel that way with just him because he is a colleague and not the actual like black lives like of the world right I'm intrigued by that um but it was unfortunate that the FBI FBI came to that conclusion um but again we have shown that we're resilient and he Bubba Wallace has shown that he is resilient and that he will continue to show up and drive a NASCAR um, obviously NASCAR has put in or just hired a new chief diversity officer or whatever they call it, diversity, inclusion, and equity, or whatever the position is called, like many businesses are doing right now. Um, but you know, it's another week. It's another something. It's always something else for us. We really can't escape it. Um, and so many, so many people love sports and they love to see truly like like black bodies. So like the top two sports in America, which are basketball and football, even though America's quote unquote sport is baseball um, or favorite pastime or whatever they call it. Most of the leagues are made up of black men, right? Um, even WNBA is made up of mostly black women. Um, so it's interesting to me that they can love, and I, 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 I'm not dumb, but I, and I get it, but they can, they want us to play and they want uh, to watch us do things for their entertainment, but don't respect our bodies in the process. NFL has shown that over and over again. NBA is showing it right now. Um, More more covertly, I would say. Um, So the NBA is actually set to start playing again in Orlando next month. So in July. And I know, I know for sure a lot of men are happy about that. But a lot of people in general are excited about that because it's main it's a mainstream sport coming back, right? It's uh it's a flashback to the past at this point. Um, a flashback to normal. Um and it distracts us from what's happening. And some people need the mental break while others you know, many people are welcoming that, but Others, like, so again, like we can walk and chew gum, right? So some people are like, yes, I can watch a game or a series of games and still go out and protest. And others are saying it completely um, will distract from what is happening right now. While all that, that debate is happening between should they or should, should they not, 
do this because of the movement that is going on. They are testing every single player that is due to to Orlando. And 16 of them (laughs) have tested positive for COVID. So for me, this is interesting because I work at a college, right? And I know that a lot of colleges right now are struggling with the idea of do we or do we not have fall sports? And with the NBA coming back, again, it's it's a promising thought. I think it's odd because a lot of the NBA spectacularness to me involves fans, right? So like the reactions, the hearing of the crowds, cheering and things of that na- nature, like It'll be odd to see them play an NBA game with no fans. Just, it'll sound like practice. Just sneakers up and down a court. And that drives me crazy. Um, It drives me crazy when there is a full, like, stadium. Let alone when there's no, no, nobody in the stadium and the sneakers are, I can't. Um, But this sends... A message I think to collegiate players right so the NBA is returning um and I think a lot of colleges a lot of colleges have moved to return back to school as well at least in person for some piece of it and some colleges are saying yes sports will happen and a lot of football players are actually returning back to campus now for practice um because football season is rolling around and I think there's a, obviously there's a stark difference in my mind, right? NBA players get paid a lot of money. Collegiate basketball players get paid no money. <laughs> so they can get paid. They have the resources to, um, you know, take care of themselves, isolate themselves, um, do all the things that they need to do. They have the funds to do that. College students do not. And colleges make, uh, yet again, make money off these students at the risk of their health or at the detriment of them, right? The complete detriment of them. So... I personally think the NBA should just relax for another hot minute. Like, just give it maybe to August and then reevaluate. But I think the NBA is also thinking, like, if we wait till August, because August is also preseason for football, the NFL. So all the things will be happening at one time. It's not often that we see... NBA and NFL and all the hockey games and all of them kind of overlap. Um, it, it happens like once every year. But now that the NFL is, their season is coming in hot. Um, there's going to be a lot of things happening at once. And I think that's also going to be odd, right? NFL playing with no... Yeah, it's just going to be ridiculous. So, I think the NBA should just chill out for another minute. And, you know, I know they love ball. I know ball is life. Um, but I, I think they just give it just give it a, a 30 more seconds. Give it 30 more seconds in a microwave and let's reevaluate in August and see where we are. When, you know, people have had enough time to really and try to see... Because these spikes are happening in major cities, right? The spikes where it's not happening in New York, the, the Knicks are trash. So they're not going to Orlando, right? Connecticut don't even have a team. New Jersey don't have a team anymore because they're in Brooklyn. So, yeah. I don't think the Celtics are going down to, to Orlando. I don't really know. I don't follow basketball like that. But all the states that are seeing a decline, I don't think they're going to Orlando. I think it's all the states that are seeing an increase 
in cases are going to Orlando. So I think they need to give it a hot second before they return. Um, before they now, and Florida's already a cesspool. So they're now putting them in this quote unquote bubble. When we all know that them, them NBA players are going to do what they want to do. Especially them rookies, please. And they're going to be in sunny, hot ass Orlando, child. I don't see it. So, I think they need to chill out for another second and and see where they land. But again, that's just me, right? Um, <laughs> child, I'm gonna just move on from that because that's that's a little crazy to me. Um, so this is gonna be the last thing I talk about, and then we gonna move on to the awards and the recs of the week and tweets of the week and all the good stuff thereafter. Um, I just need to talk about this really quickly and then we'll move on. Terry Crews can have all the seats available in the world because the nonsense he said about black supremacy <laughs> blew my mind. He is problematic. He's been problematic. For a number of years, in my opinion, but the this past year and now definitely has shown how problematic he is between the Gabrielle Union situation that happened um, and him completely invalidating what had happened to her and invalidating her experience on that show for him to then turn around and say that if we dismantle white supremacy, we are essentially building black supremacy. I don't know where he's getting his education, but he needs to be re-educated. Because there's no such thing as black supremacy, number one. Number two, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, who are his friends? He needs someone to reel him in. And I know he has a wife... And I think she's, I think she's mixed. I don't really know. So I'm not really sure her ability to, uh, her scope. Um, But nonetheless, that's your husband, sis. I'm going to need you to reel him in. And maybe I'll need to read a book together. Because that is nonsense. Like he is putting his foot in his mouth so much that I think it's, probably halfway down his esophagus right now. I'm all set on Terry Crews, to be quite honest. Um, I was really all set on him after the Gabrielle Union thing, but I'm certainly all set on him now. I would prefer to swallow a jean jacket than to read another thing about him or watch another thing with him in it. Um... Yeah, and that's what I got to say about that. All right, moving on. <laughs> this week's um, award goes to the Budgetista, Tiffany Aliche, I think is how you say her last name. Um, if you don't follow her, follow her at the Budgetista. Again, y'all, these awards are not people, they they're don't sponsor this show. They're people who I actually, like, follow and admire. So, the Budgetista is a black woman who saw that there was a need for financial education of other women, particularly black women. Um, and she did the work herself. And then is now sharing her her work and she's been at this for quite some time now um so I have read a lot of her stuff and watched some of her videos um and it has been very helpful right as someone who was going into a different (laughs) different stage in her life right like buying a house and you know planning my retirement and shit like I don't know nothing about that learning about the stock market and things of that nature trying to set up wealth and build generational wealth 
um, it's been interesting and it's been a journey. And I think she was a great place for me to start and to continue to learn from. Um, you can find her on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm sure she has a website, but you know, she really teaches you how to save and gives you the tools to learn about the stock market. And I, I personally am afraid of the stock market because it's way too volatile for me and my money. I like my money. Um, but she still gives you the knowledge, right? So at the point in which you do feel comfortable with the stock market, you can enter it and kind of dabble, um, and, you know, and figure out there. So my word goes out to her because she's a black woman and she's doing the damn thing and she's willing to share her knowledge, her work with other women and other people really, um, to help them be their best selves through financial freedom. So yeah, shout out to the budget Nista. So the recommendation for this week is a book. Um, it's a book that my friends and I were supposed to be reading for this book club that we were supposed to start. Um, while in quarantine and some of us have read it some we probably all have purchased a book but we have never actually sat down and talked about the book um I'm not even done with the book yet but it's a good book thus far about halfway through so the book is called um the secret lives of four wives and it's by Lola Shonian um and essentially it's about um it's a novel and it's about polygamy in modern day Nigeria and child when I tell you it's a lot going on in that book it's a lot going on in this book um it's about four women who have one husband and apparently there's a a big secret and I haven't really hit the secret yet but I'm intrigued about what said secret is so um I'm about, again, like I'm about halfway through and I told y'all that my goal is to read six books this year. Um, so from, in order for me to stay on track, I need to finish this book within the next couple of days because that would be my June book. And then I need to start another book in the next couple of, probably like the next week, um, to stay on track with my six book goal for the year. Um, I have quite a bit of books that I would like to read this year. Um, many of them are about, um, race relations and, um, how to really just to explore more and learn more. I love learning. Um, some of them are novels to kind of just escape. Some of them are self-help. Some of them are biographies. Those are some of my favorite genres. Um, so that's my rec this week is if you like, novels and if you like kind of twisty turny type novels um or you just really nosy about people's lives type novels this is a good book thus far um I'm also the kind of person that will read the end of a book to know what happens at the end in order to finish and then I'll start the book I have not done that with this book yet so I'm actually proud of myself but if you do that (laughs) I'm I, I understand um but yeah the Secret Lives of Four Wives by Lola Shonian. Um, that's our wreck of the week. Now let's wrap up the show. Yay! Well, that's it for the podcast this week. Be sure to follow the show on Instagram at TOTCPod. Um, it's a lot going on in the world. Be sure to protect your mental health. We get inundated with so much news about so many different things. It's a lot to process and we have to process very rapidly. Um, So do what you need to do to protect yourself. Um, That includes wearing a mask. Um, We see Corona is still out here um, and she ain't going nowhere. The way we act and she's not going anywhere Um, and neither will we, to be quite frank, if we don't um, mask up because ain't no vacations happening bit if we don't we don't figure this out and i need a vacation okay um so yeah please wear your mask for yourself and others um but that's all i got for this week hope you enjoy the rest of your week um 
as we go into a new month. Hopefully there's new and exciting things and hopefully July will come through like it has some damn sense because 2020 has had no sense at all. So hopefully July will be the turn of, of better days. Um, but again, enjoy your week and we will chat next week. All right.